are now listening to Spiritual Madness, where I talk all things astrology, everyday spiritual life, and so much more. So, on today's episode, we're going to dive back into the lessons because there are still lessons that we just haven't figured out yet in 2020. So, one of the biggest lessons that I think that people still kind of don't look for in other people are um, the red flags, especially after we've come to love someone, we stop looking at the red flags that people have, um, especially because for the most part, you are genuinely looking for the better side of this person, right? And you know that this person is capable of doing more. Um, So you being this air quote helpful person you kind of go out of your way to help them even if that means that it's going to hinder you right so let's just say for example um you're constantly just helping someone right and once again you know coming from this the first episode of the lessons like you know once again you don't have help yourself you know and What these people will do is because they know that you have such a big heart and they can like obviously see that you need help too. But I mean, they don't really care about the help that you need because they need help themselves, right? So, I mean, on the last episode, we talked about shit. I've talked about a lot of things on the last episode, but I had to go back and listen to it a little bit. And I think one of the things that I talked about um, was people living with you. So I guess we can just kind of stay on topic with that. And I think the last time I talked about if you're a married couple, but I mean, it doesn't really matter if you're having someone like live with you and they're not paying any bills, they're not helping put food in the refrigerator, like they're literally just living there and taking up space, then why do you still have this person living with you? And yes, we all know that people go through things in life, but I mean, if this person has a job and if this person is an adult and if this person is not your child... How is it that you're okay with allowing this person to live in your house and not help you pay any bills, yet you don't have any money to go out, you don't have any money to do anything for yourself, yet this person finds time to go out, this this person finds time for their leisure activities, and then this person will still, with you paying all the bills, turn around and ask you for money? Once again, this person is not your child. So you have to turn around and kind of think of it as, damn, like I'm doing everything, but I don't have any time for me right now. I don't have, and then when you do try to do something for you, it's a problem. And they're like bothering you about your spending habits, but like you're still paying the bills. So why does it matter what you're spending your extra money on? It only matters because that extra money you're spending on is money that is getting taken away from that other person. So they want to know why actually you don't have that extra $100 anymore a month because that extra $100 was in their mind for them to ask you for money when they needed it. So the fact that you don't have any money right now is really like upsetting for them. You know what I'm saying? And keep in mind, the reason you not having any money is upsetting for them. You still don't, it's still not registering? Okay. 
but like that's the lesson that you just have to take and roll with it and then you know the meme on Instagram is you'll realize motherfuckers don't have respect for you by looking in your back seat and the joke is motherfuckers are my kids and that's it that's the only person people who should be messing up your car are your children not other people's children and not other people and ultimately what like causes like people like with I guess distractions and messes to be like attracted toward you is because you're a problem solver right typically you're a problem solver right you know like you make things happen like you really typically don't wait on other people to do things and you know not to say like you make money come out of thin air but I mean if this is like the situation that's been talked about like you make money come out of thin air you always make sure that you yourself you're always in a good position period whether it be just period you're always in a good position and so these people will see that oh damn this person is always able to bounce back on their feet so they shouldn't mind being able to help me right but that moment when you the resourceful person um, are not able to stand on your feet these people who constantly were asking you for help you'll notice that all of a sudden they figured out how to do or get to wherever they were going to get without you and then with you going through your situation they don't even call you and offer you a dime and not to say that you need any money from them but nine times out of ten, um, your car being in the shop or you have an eviction notice or a turnoff notice is because you need some extra money. And because this person is either living with you or has been in your car for a long time, they won't even bother to say, hey, like, I can help you out with, like, $100 or whatever, you know. And they've been pretty much in your space. They've probably been in your house more than you've been in your own house by yourself because they don't have anything better to do, so they just get to sit up in your house all day. And or they're probably using your car a little bit more than what you use your car for because they don't have a car, so they always need to go here, 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 and there. You know what I'm saying? And they're not really having a sense on, damn, like, (sighs) this person is really using their car to take me here there and everywhere and I can't even help them right now that their car is being repossessed or towed because they got so many parking tickets even if the parking tickets don't have nothing to do with you you've still been in this car rolling around with all these damn parking tickets but maybe that's just me but if you find yourself constantly having to question the people in your life and you look at yourself and you think damn once again here I go helping everybody and nobody's here to help me It's going to take some time for you to get rid of these people. And unfortunately, the only way that you're going to be able to get rid of these people is if you go through a bad situation yourself. And here goes the the bad example time because I actually got a whole bunch of goddamn examples. But two examples. The first one. Goddamn, I said two. The first example. I have somebody living with me. And I was trying to move out whilst this person didn't have anywhere to live. And so I figured, hmm, because I'll be moving soon, you know, maybe I can help this person out for a short amount of time. And I pretty much had a time span of how long I would help this person only because I had like a time limit on what I was going through. 
had a time limit on the program I was using at the time. And my program was only good for a week. And so I was like, oh, you can stay with me for a week because, you know, this is my situation until I move. And so then my mom, being the big-hearted person she is, invited this person to stay over to her house until I got my apartment. And basically, it just wasn't a good living situation for my mom or the girl because the girl didn't clean up to my mom's standards. And my mom absolutely hates a dirty house. And that's just because she is the way that she is, right? So now I got to tell you all about the worst situation of my life and the roaches child. So I ended up finding this apartment that was like away from my mom and it was like the right price for me at the time to go to school and unfortunately the whole apartment complex was infested with roaches so before I moved into the apartment I fumigated my own fucking apartment um, because the apartment complex was just trash and I just couldn't once again I couldn't wait on them to de-roach the apartment because like y'all knew these fucking roaches was here the whole time and y'all didn't do them yourself so I spent two weeks extra at my mom's house because I had to fumigate my own apartment, like literally with the bombs, like I was bombing. Initially, I was like bombing once every day for the two weeks that um, I wasn't in the apartment because there was absolutely nothing in there, so I didn't move in any of my stuff. Anyways, long story short, because that shit was fucking ridiculous. So after I fumigated my own apartment, um, you know, I just told her like, you know, it's already, first of all, the girl went on vacation with her homeless ass. And I know that's a fucked up thing to say, but like you don't have a place to go, but you definitely managed to go on vacation. Cool, whatever. I shit. Only guys can judge you. So, but um, yeah, just you know, like okay, well since you already going on vacation, like when you come back, you just gonna have to figure out somewhere to go because my apartment has roaches, and you know that just completely turned her off, and she found somewhere to go and. She figured it out, and it wasn't a bad situation, and I think she actually went to go stay with her family, and, like, the whole time she was staying with me, I'm like, why don't you ask your family, you know, if you can go stay with them, because, you know, like, my situation is going to end soon, and I already know how my mom was, and so I wouldn't, I wouldn't invite nobody to come live with me and my mom unless you got tough skin, and baby girl didn't have tough skin to live with my mom, so, I mean, hey, I barely got tough skin to live with my mom, that's why the fuck I was moving out, so with that being said, she found somewhere to go. She ended up not being in a bad situation like she made it seem like. And she ended up getting her shit together. So, with that being said, and it didn't mean like a really hard situation on me because the girl didn't have a car. So, here we go. And she was barely giving me gas money to drive her miles away from where she works at versus where the fuck I actually live at. You know what I'm saying? So... It was just a mess, and so it was just like I was really tearing myself down to make sure that somebody else was okay, somebody who didn't give a fuck about me, like, at all, period. Like, I remember having to paint that whole apartment, and, like, somebody who didn't even have to help me at all, period, came and helped me, like, paint the whole apartment, like, professional as fuck. And she wasn't even a professional painter, or maybe she was, but oh my goodness, like, it was, it was just fucking crazy. Like, I absolutely just, it was, it just behooved me that I went through that. And, you know, even still, that was one of the worst lessons that I had to learn about people coming to live with me. But, I mean, I had to learn it, because I, now I know, like, hell no, 
But you know what I'm saying? Like, especially if they're not your family members, because, like, your family members, y'all family, and y'all already know how y'all are. When strangers come into the picture, it just becomes a bigger mess. But even with that being said, you can't even allow your own family to come in and, like, just infiltrate your life to the point where you just can't get anything done to the point where you know now your kids are not listening to you and that's not what happened to me but in most cases when you have people to come live with you or you're living with somebody you know they try to air quote help you with your children and they never it's never actually help with your children it's more like you told your children they can't have any chips and now it's brownies and shit out on the table you're trying to figure out why and so and it's the same thing, you know, you, you're giving somebody a ride in your car and you look down and now it's all types of foolishness on the floor of your car and you're thinking to yourself, damn, like, it's hangers and shit in here, like, motherfucker, I did not have this, like, what the fuck, and neither did my kids. So you sit up and you think to yourself, and keep in mind, like... I'm speaking for y'all, but I'm speaking for me, is that motherfuckers don't care about you, period. It's not about the back of your car. It's not about your house. Like, it's about you. They don't give a fuck about you because if they gave a fuck about you, they wouldn't come and bring more trash into your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that the person is trash, but if they have a job and they're able to have multiple sources of income and this person was especially like the fucking person I'm talking about right now had multiple streams of income had a job was able to bounce back on her feet the bitch was not retarded that's all I'm saying it's some people out there who are genuinely retarded and they don't know how to adult properly and when you know shit hits the fan they don't know how to you know figure things out to make money quickly and that's fine and whether it be legally or illegally whatever like motherfuckers just don't know how to do it sometimes but this nigga knew, and I keep saying I'm going to stop saying nigga on the podcast, but this nigga knew, okay? And uh, it was just a mess, y'all. So with that being said, uh, 15 minutes later, the moral of the story is nobody needs as much help as you think they need to. If they needed as much help as they needed, they would ask you. And on top of that, you just going to have to give them an offer they're going to have to refuse. So if you know that a motherfucker don't like giving up money, then oh well, you're just going to have to ask him for the max. And if they say, oh, I can't afford that, oh, I can't help you, and that's just where you have to go at it with life. And they are going to figure out what the fuck they have to do with or without you. Because if you tell them no, they're going to go ask somebody else or they're just going to wander around complaining about whatever it is that they're going to through until somebody else feels bad enough for them to help them and I need you to understand this and I also need you to look at this person look at these people who you keep helping and watch what happens to them every time something happens to them and like really ask them well damn girl how did you get out of that oh my goodness well this person decided to help me it's not so much as this person decided to help you as probably as so much as they probably guilt trip somebody enough to the point where the person offered help just like your stupid ass did you felt bad enough for this person to where you offered your services. And then you think, oh, you know, I have time in my day to go do X, Y, and Z. But, like, you really don't understand how much time is taken out of your day to go help somebody who can fucking help themselves. So, I know I probably started off real calm on this episode, but now I'm upset. So, with that being said, <laughs> to this lesson is really, like, to sum up the last lesson episode that we have to tell you 
that these motherfuckers do not need help. They can help themselves. They are an adult. But I also want to say this too, because sometimes people, and you know, keep in mind that there's two groups of people who always need help. There's going to be the person who does not know how to do anything by themselves, but they might be able to learn something if you teach them, like they might be able to keep their bills continuously going and things like that. They might be able to, you know, just keep shit up once you teach them how to get something. Then there's a second group of people who don't know how to do nothing. This group of people will never learn and understand how to do nothing. They will literally, and that's not to say that they're doing it on purpose. They might not have the courage to do so. However, regardless of this person's either not having the courage to or the know-how, you still just going to have to let this person go and have them to figure it out. Because once again, if you are listening to this and you don't have no fucking kids, then guess the fuck what? You don't have no fucking kids and you shouldn't be taking care of nobody else, grown ass, especially if they're not giving you head. And I know that was like a reach, but it's a fun fact. Like, yes, we all want to do things to be the bigger person and help humanity. However, I'm finna, t- I'm finna learn you something. My moon is in Aquarius. And Aquariuses are all about independence. They are going to teach you how to fly. And then they, after that, that's it. You want to figure it out, nigga? I told you to flap your wings. What you going to do? Fall or flap your wings hard until you are able to fly. That's ultimately what Aquarius energy is about. And my moon is in Aquarius. So it makes my feelings like want to help you and not, not want to help you just as fast. Especially if I see that. The fuck am I helping your dumb ass for? You're not even listening to me. Like, and it's the same thing with this podcast. Like, I know there are a lot of other podcasts and I've been listening to them where they're letting you know, you know, maybe you're spending too much time helping other people. I've literally listened to four different podcasts, like in the month of January, telling me to stop listening to people. And then also, uh, this is like a, a snippet to the messages. Like if you're listening to this podcast and unfortunately, if you're kind of going through something similar to me, it may not be a car. It may not be a house. Hell, maybe you have a podcast and the, and the person's podcast you're listening to is literally and the people you, you are on the podcast with the, these motherfuckers is just ignorant. And every time you say something on the podcast, it's basically piggybacking off of what you said. And now you got to fire somebody off the fucking podcast for your fucking podcast to be great. And if y'all don't know, I love the Joe Budden podcast. And I actually went back to listen to the Joe Budden podcast from the beginning. And um, he had people on the podcast who are not on the podcast with him today. And I think to myself, damn, if these people were still on the podcast, would his podcast be as great as it was today? Because, and then I'm, I'm going to stop after this too, because I did not come on this podcast to talk about Joe Button. But nonetheless, people were late. People were throwing off his conversations. People were not adding, you know, substance to his podcast. And guess the fuck what? They had the fuck to go. So you got to be like Joe Button in this instance. Life is your podcast. If motherfuckers is fucking up your flow, not giving you no help in your life, no assistance, period. And well, this is once again a snippet to the messages. But you're literally see people doing exactly what you want to do. And you have to watch the moves that they're making. And I understand that I'm on this podcast alone. However, I'm surrounded by people in my everyday life. And I think my life is a podcast at this point because I, I do this shit while I'm driving. But 
they have to go so you can be great, period. And you want these people to be around you because you love them. And I'm and I'm sure Joe loved these people he initially started his podcast with. Guess the fuck what? They have to go. And as an earth sign, I understand him by having to let people go that he loves. Because Joe is the Virgo of the earth sign. However, Virgos are more critical than Tauruses and Capricorns. Capricorns and Virgos are a little bit on the emotional side. Virgos are the equivalency to Aries. They're assholes. This episode is not about Joe Budden and his Virgo asshole tendencies. But as an earth sign, I understand him having to let people go that he loves and cherishes. That he really probably wanted to build and grow with. But unfortunately, the vision of how it starts off is not the vision of how it's going to end. Get rid of these people! (laughs) See y'all on the next podcast. Well, talk to y'all on the next podcast. So if you've been listening this far, I want to thank you so much for tuning into the podcast and for your continuous support. So I do want to talk to you guys about this app that I use on a semi-daily basis called Ibotta. Ibotta is an app that you pretty, it's like a rebate app. So if you buy certain things through the app, you'll pretty much get money back, whether it be 50 cents per item or sometimes it's high as a dollar. But if you're like me and you don't care about brands and pretty much what you're buying almost to a degree, I bought it will be perfect for you. I have pretty much accumulated a little over $300 with Ibotta and I use it infrequently. I use the extra money for things I don't like paying for like Starbucks or things on my iPhone. But nonetheless, if you've ever heard of Ibotta before and you're considering thinking about downloading it, use my referral code 4EG7A. And you can pretty much watch me save and you can accumulate money as I save because the more you use Ibotta, you accumulate team points and team points goes to your actual value. So nonetheless, if you just want to sit back and watch me save and save a little bit on my journey, then feel free to join my team and use my referral code for EG7A. I can't wait to save with you.